ಶ್ರೀಗಣೇಶಾ ನಮಃ ಶ್ರೀ ಸರಸ್ವತ್ಯ ನಮಃ ಶ್ರೀ ಸದ್ಗುರುಭ್ಯೋ ನಮಃ ಸಮಸ್ತಜನಕಲ್ಯಾಣೇನಿರತುಣಾಮಯ ನಮಿ ಚಿನ್ಮಯ ಸದ್ಗುರು ಬ್ರಹ್ಮ ವಿದ್ವರ ಮನೋಜವಾರುದತುಲ್ಯವೇಕ ಜಿತೇಂದ್ರಿಯ ಬುದ್ಧಿಮತಾಂವರಿಷ್ಠ ವಾತಾತ್ಮಜಂಬಾನರಯೂತಮುಖ್ಯ ಶ್ರೀರಾಮದೂತ ಶಿರಸ ನಮಿ ಸಂತೋಷಿಣೀ ಜಗನ್ಮಾತ ಮಮ ಸೌಭಾಗ್ಯವೃದ್ಧೇ ನಮಸ್ಕರೋಮಿ ಭಕ್ತ ಪ್ರಸನ್ನ ವರದಂಕರ ಶಂಕರಾಚಾರ್ಯ ಕೇಶವ ಬಾಧರಾಯಣ ಸೂತ್ರಭಾಷ್ಯಘೃತ ವಂದೇ ಭಗವಂದನ ಶುದ್ಧಜ್ಞಾನೈಗಮೂರ್ತ ನಿರ್ಮಲಾ ಪ್ರಶಾಂದಾ ದಕ್ಷಿಣಾಮೂರ್ತ ನಮಃ ಮೂಕಿ ವಾಚಾಲ ಪಂಗಂ ಲಿಂಗಯತೆ ಗಿರಿಂ ಯತ್ಕೃಪಾತಮಕಂ ವಂದೇ ಪರಮಾನಂದಮಾಧವ ಸಚ್ಚಿತಾನಂದೇತ್ರಯ ವಿಶ್ರೀಕೃಷ್ಣಾ ವಯ್ಯ ಉಚ ಶ್ರೀಪೂರ್ಣಕುಲೇಕ್ಷಣಮಿದಕ್ಯಮಸೂದನ ಶ್ರೀಭಗವಾಚ ಸ್ವಾಕಸ್ಮಲಮಿದಸ್ತಿಮಸ್ವರ್ಗೀರ್ತಿಗರಮರ್ಜುನ ಕ್ಲೈಪ್ಯಮಸ್ಮಗಮಃಪಾರ್ಥ ಪದ್ಯುತ್ರ ಹೃದಯ ದೌರ್ಬಲ್ಯಕ್ತೋತ್ತಿಷ್ಟಪರಂತಪುನ ಉಚ ಕಥಂ ಭೀಷ್ಮಹಂ ಸಂಘೆ ಮಧುಸೂದನ ಇಶುಭಿ ಪ್ರತಿಯೋತ್ಸ್ಯಾ ಭೂ 
ಪೂಜಾರ್ಹಾವರಿಸೂದನ ಗುರುರಹತ್ವಾಹಿ ಮಹಾನುಭಾವನ್ ಶ್ರೇಯೋ ಭೋಕ್ತ ಭಿಕ್ಷಮೀಹಲೋಕೆ ಅಥಕಾಮಸ್ತು ಗುರುನಿಹೈವ ಪುಂಜೀಯ ಭೋಗಾನ್ ರುಧಿರ ಪ್ರದಿಗ್ಧಿಕ್ಮಕ್ಕತರನ್ನೋಗರೀಯ ಯಜಯೇಮಯತಿ ವಾನೋ ಜಯೇಯು ಜೀವಿಷಸ್ಥಿತಮುಖೆ ಧಾತ್ತರಾಷ್ಟ್ರ ಕಾರ್ಪಣ್ಯದೋಷೋಭತಸ್ವಭಾವ ಪೃಚ್ಛಾಮಿ ಸಮೂಢಚೇತ ಯಶ್ರೇಯಸ್ಯಾಶ್ಚಿತ ಬ್ರೂಹಿ ತನ್ಮೇಷ್ಯಸ್ತೇಹಂ ಸಾಧಿ ಪ್ರಪನ್ನ ಪ್ರಪಶ್ಯಾಮಿ ಮಮಾಬನುದ್ಯಾಚ್ಯೋಷಣೀಯಾಪ್ಯ ಭೂಮಾವಸಪತ್ನವೃದ್ಧ ರಾಜ್ಯಂ ಸುರಾಧಿಪತ್ಯ ಇವೆಂದು ಭಗವಾನ್ ರೈಟ್ ಸಮ್ ಪೆಪ್ಟಾಕ್ಸ್ ಟು ಎನ್ಕರೇಜ್ ಅರ್ಜುನ ಟು ಗೆಟ್ ಅಪ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಫೇಸ್ ದ ಚಾಲೆಂಜ್ ಬಟ್ ಭಗವಾನ್ ವಾಸ್ ನಾಟ್ ಸಕ್ಸಸ್ಫುಲ್ ಅರ್ಜುನ ಎಗೇನ್ ವೆಂಟ್ ಆನ್ ಟು ಅನದರ್ ಟೈಪ್ ಆಫ್ ಲೈನ್ ಆಫ್ ಥಿಂಕಿಂಗ್ this is also called charvida charvanam <laughs> you know whatever you have been telling you keep on telling the same thing <laughs> when a person is totally down emotionally so he keep on repeating the same thing <laughs> so this is uh, what we see in arjuna's case so he again mentioned this katham bhishma maham sankhe dronanja madhusudana ಇಶುಭಿಪ್ರದಿಯೋತ್ಸ್ಯಾಮಿ ಪೂಜಾರ್ಹಾವರಿಸೂದನ ದೀಸ್ ಪೀಪಲ್ ಆರ್ ರೆಸ್ಪೆಕ್ಟಬಲ್ ಪೀಪಲ್ ಅಡೋರಬಲ್ ಪೀಪಲ್ ವರ್ಷಿಪ್ಲ್ ಪೀಪಲ್ ಹೌ ಡು ಐ ಎಂಗೇಜ್ ಮೈ ಸೆಲ್ಫ್ ಇನ್ ಬ್ಯಾಟಲ್ ವಿತ್ ದಮ್ ದೆನ್ ಇಟ್ ಈಸ್ ಬೆಟರ್ ಟು ಸೀಕ್ ಆಮ್ಸ್ ರೆದರ್ ದ್ಯಾನ್ ಕಿಲ್ಲಿಂಗ್ ದಿಸ್ ಪೀಪಲ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಎಂಜಾಯಿಂಗ್ ದ ಪ್ಲೆಷರ್ ಆಫ್ ದಿ ರಾಯಲ್ ಪ್ಲೆಷರ್ 
because every morsel of food that I eat, it will be riddled with the blood of these people. <laughs> Their remembrance will haunt me. So, therefore, then Arjuna, as he was thinking, he started also recognizing something, some insight came to him. This is what happened to all psychology, psychology patient, because when they sit, relax in the couch and talking to the doctor, as they keep on talking, they themselves will give the answer to the problem. <laughs> they themselves will tell what exactly the core problem. Then he said, we don't know who will win, whether we will win or they will win. Even the victory is also doubtful. <laughs> so therefore he said, I am confused. What is better for us to face the battle or give up the battle? What is better? I am confused. So therefore I am dharmasammoda chetaha prachamitvam dharmasammoda chetaha isyestvam nichitam ruhidan me Shishyasteham Shadimam Tvam Pravannam. What is that is best? What is good for me? I am confused. What is my duty? Accept me as your disciple and teach me. What is the best? Whatever that is good. Now why are you asking this? Because this burning sensation that I am feeling this sense of incompleteness, emptiness that I am feeling within me, it, that void can never be filled even if you make me the king of heaven or even if you make me the sovereign of the whole creation. Suranam api adhipatyam or asapatnam rajyam ruddham rajyam unrivaled kingdom or prosperous kingdom if you make me the king, still I will not be able to appease this burning sensation that I am experiencing now. That shows the, <coughs> the student who recognized the problem. So once a student recognized the sense of incompleteness in him, that makes him the real student of Vedanta. Because if you, unless we, so generally it is expressed in the form of people always say, I am bored. <laughs> See this, this term, you can, you can hear in your house also, children also tell all the time I am bored. <laughs> but grown up people also says, I am bored. Actually we consider that is a, a defect, but actually according to Vedanta, recognition of this boredom is the first step <laughs> because then you, you start seeking why am I bored? What is that makes me bored? <laughs> is it that everything is there in my house? Everything is there. There is nothing to be complained. Wife, wife is there, children are there, family is there, good job is there, boss is also good. <laughs> house is not leaking, plumbing problem is not there, insurance problem is not there car also running well, everything is good. 
and so far for the last three years I never got a ticket, that is also good. So all these things are positive, but still you say I am bored. <laughs> that means there must be something fundamentally wrong. <laughs> so this fundamental problem, once you hit upon, that makes you a seeker. So here you see in Arjuna that seeker is awakened. Therefore, this much we saw yesterday, now you see, continuing. Sanjaya uvacha, eva muktva rishi kesam, buddha kesha parantapaha, nayotsya iti govindam, Sanjaya Vacha, Sanjaya said, Eva Muktva, having said this, Rishikesham, to Rishikesham, to Rishikesha Bhagavan. Here it is, Bhagavan Krishna is addressed here as Rishikesha. Rishikesha means Rishikara Isha. Rishika means senses. The one who is the controller of senses. So one whose senses are well disciplined. So Rishika means senses, Isha means Lord. Means the one who has perfect control over his senses. Now here the address is appropriate because Arjuna's problem is because of the lack of self-control here. Who can remove that? Only one who has perfect control of senses. So Rishikesham Gudakeshaha Parantapaha. Now Arjuna is given two titles. One is called Gudakana, Gudaka Ishaha. Gudaka means the one who has one over sleep. Master of sleep. So master of sleep means <laughs> Uh, you can interpret differently, <laughs> but that is not master of sleep. Any time you can sleep, that is a master of sleep. That is not the meaning. One who has perfect control over sleep. <laughs> because a student, Vidyarthi like Arjuna, unless you put forth effort, giving up your sleep, etc., you will not be successful in the field of education. Sukhartina kudo vidya. Kudo vidyartina sukham, he said. So sukhartina kudaha vidya. A person who is seeking pleasure all the time, partying all the time, where is vidya for him? And the same way, a person who seeks vidya, there is no time for entertainment. Sukhartina kudo vidya, kudaha vidyartina sukham. So here Arjuna sacrificed his sleep and mastered the archery. Arjuna is also able to shoot arrows in darkness. That ability he had because of his practice. This he learned from his brother. Emasena was sitting in a dark room and eating. From the plate he was eating. So Arjuna happened to see, he is asked, how do you know where is foot and where is mouth? <laughs> it is so dark. So Bhimsayana said, Arjuna, you have to practice. 
So immediately he got the hint. So he started practicing archery in the night. So he is able to shoot arrows even pitch darkness. So because of this, he got this Udakesham Parantapa. Paranshatrun Tapayati Parantapa, the one who is a scorcher of his enemy. Now here it is indirectly said, even though he is a scorcher of enemy, but the same title is reversed now. The enemies are scorching him now. <laughs> so the Kauravas, looking at the Kauravas, he got tortured. Parantapaha. Nayotsam iti govindam. So, Nayotsa iti. I will not fight. Iti is a quotation. Govindam to Govinda. Uktva, having said, Tushnim babuvaha. Tushni Bhava means kept quiet, that is the idea. So, now earlier what he said, so I am totally surrendered, surrendering to you, consider me as your Shishya, and once you surrender to your Guru, and consider him as your Guru, then the next point is, whatever the Guru says, you should listen. It is something like going to a doctor and say, Doctor, please treat me, I have this problem, but don't give me medicine. Now, how can the doctor will treat? So the same way, Arjuna surrendered and sought his advice, I am confused, but now he says, I am not going to fight. Nayotsi Govinda. Except fighting, don't tell me anything. Now, this is contradictory. Now, our Interpreters, commentators say it is not that. May look contrary, but that is not the point. Here, Arjuna, don't say Kutastva Kashmalavidam Vishame Samapastitam Manari Jushtam Asurgyam Agirtigaram Arjuna Klaipyam Masmakamapparta Nedatto Yupavadhyade Chutram Redorbalyam Tikto Tishta Parantava. This kind of advice don't give me. <laughs> what? Hey! This is unbecoming of you. You are like behaving like unmanly, like a woman, neither a woman nor a man. And in Anare Jashtam, it is not a cultured person, befitting to a cultured person. Asurgyam, it will not take you to Surga. This kind of talk you don't give me. <laughs> and get up and fight, then don't tell me. Unless you convince me why I should fight. So, unless I am convinced totally why I should get up and fight, I am not going to fight. <laughs> that is the point. Nayotse iti govindam uktva tushnim babuvaha. This tushni bhava is, like, it becomes silent is one meaning, but it is not silent here. He becomes totally disinterested. It is something like, you know, when you get up from the bed early morning, the, the alarm rings and you sit in that bed. What is that bow at that time? <laughs> that is the bow. <laughs> you can imagine. Tushni <laughs> bhava. This day is not started. You are not woken up also. You are still half asleep. <laughs> that kind of thing. Total dullness. <laughs> that is called Tushni <laughs> bhava. 
So Arjuna sat in the chariot quietly doing nothing, refused to fight. Now to that Arjuna, Bhagavan, Tamuva Charishi Kesaha. Prasanniva Bharata. Vishidandamidam vachaha Tam Tam Arjunam Rishikeshaha Lord Krishna Vacha said To him was Tushni Babuva Arjuna Arjunam the one who is sitting quietly to that Arjuna, Bhagavan Rishikesha said, Who is Arjuna here again? Visheshana has given Vishidandam, dejected Arjuna. In the middle of the army, Senayor Ubhayor Vadhe, in the middle of both the armies, Prahasana Iva, as though smiling. So Bhagavan spoke to him smilingly. Now why did he smile? <laughs> so many interpretations are there. You know in Bhagavadam, when Putana was coming to kill Bhagavan Krishna, Bhagavan Krishna was in the cradle. He was only six year old boy and he was lying down in the cradle and he closed his eyes. On that closing eyes, there are so much of interpretation is there. Why did Bhagavan close eyes? So, he knew that Putana is coming to poison him. So he said he closed his eyes. Some, some interpreter said he closed his eyes because he prayed to Lord Shiva, it seems. Why? Because, see, you are an expert in drinking poison. You know how to drink. This is my first time, so please help me. So he was praying to Lord Shiva. <laughs> then another person said, No, 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 it is not that. He closed his eye to check Putana's uh, account. <clears throat> because she is coming to fondle me like a mother. Then she has this desire to kill me also. So both are accomplished in one body, Deha. So what is her past? So Bhagavan was checking her past. Then it seemed Bhagavan found out she was the wife of the Mahabali. Mahabali, when the Bhagavan approached her, him, Navatu, Brahmana, and begged off three steps of land, and then afterwards, when she saw him coming, this lady, Mahavali's wife, thought that, I wish I have a child like him. <laughs> that desire was there. How beautiful if I have a child, such a Tejasvi child. So that desire was there to, like a mother. Then afterwards, when he increased the size and measured the whole world and sent him to Patala, she got so angry, I want to kill this person. <laughs> so two desires were so intense. Now which body? Putana's body he has given. 
So, like this, there are so many interpretations are there. Why did Bhagavan close his eyes? Twelve or fifteen of them there. <laughs> now, here also, Prahasan, why Bhagavan smiled? The reason is, when you know the remedy, you already know the remedy, then what happened? Smile comes to you, isn't it? Uh-huh. So, you, your grandfather is sick <coughs> and he is old, eight year old, he has got this um, fever and you call the doctor to your house, house visit and doctor was also very grim, then he examines him and then when he comes <coughs> out, you pour some water, wash his hand, as he was washing and wiping his hand, he smiles. <coughs> Means what? He knows it is not dangerous. I, because it's only malaria, he has got medicine also for it. One or two days, one maximum one week, he will be fine. So, once you know the solution, naturally he will smile. <laughs> See here also Bhagavan <coughs> knows the solution and why Arjuna is suffering this, also he knows and he has the remedy with him. Therefore, he smiled. <laughs> and another thing, the, a person who has got a real problem, <laughs> and when you give a real solution, this is one way of helping a person. Another <clears throat> problem here is, when you know there is no real problem, <laughs> still the pro- person thinks there is a problem, <laughs> And to help that person, you need a lot of compassion. <laughs> See, hey, some people, can, you know, they think there is a problem. <laughs> but in fact, there is no problem. <laughs> but once you know that there is no problem, to come down to the level of that person suffering and help that person need a lot of compassion, here that is the situation. <laughs> so, but Bhagavan smile. If the problem does not exist, then the whole situation is different. So that way also Bhagavan can smile, because he knows there is no real problem. <coughs> so thus, Prahasana, Iva, as though smiling, Hey Bharata, now here Bharata is addressed to Dhritarashtra. So Sanjay is talking to Dhritarashtra. Hey Bharata, Tam Arjunam, Vishidandam Arjunam Prashikesha Prahasan Iva Uvacha Vachaha Idam Vachaha These words he spoke. Now from here onwards the Bhagavad Gita starts. 11th up to this only introduction and from 11th verse onwards the real teaching of Bhagavad Gita starts. That is why Shankaracharya did not write commentary up to this point. Only from the 11th verse onwards he writes commentary. But you cannot say he did not write commentary. He summarizes the whole thing. So he says, Drishtvatu Pandavanikam idi arabhya Yavat Nayotsaidi Govindam Uktuat Ushnim Bhaguvaha. Up to that. Starting with, he did not start with Dharashtra, okay. 
he started with this Duryodhana. Dhrishtvadu Pandavani Gam Yudham Duryodhana Stada Acharya Mupasangam Vacha Raja Vajana Pradit. From that verse onwards, then up to this Uktva Tushnim Babuva, up to that, it is Bhagavaha, up to that, what is it? Dhosti Gadapovinda Mukta Dhoshnim Babuvaha. Up to that, what is it? He says that man is fallen in samsara. And that samsara is nothing but shoka and moha, which has risen from him due to self-ignorance. This is the case history of all of us. One doctor told me, I can take care of my patients. Whatever that the patient needs medically, I can take care of. But I do not know what to do with my wife. (coughs) When it comes to my wife, I don't know what to do, how to handle her. (coughs) In another time, one captain said, I command the whole army. But I can't command my own child. (laughs) So, whenever it comes to the attachment, (laughs) moha, then what happens? The mind gets deluded and decision gets blurred. (laughs) So, for Arjuna, the problem is confused about his duty. (laughs) Means he is confused about his identity. Whenever there is a confusion about duty, that means he is, he is confused about his identity. Because every person has got different, different duties. Different roles are there to play. As a husband, there are duty. As father, there are duty. As son, there are duty. In the office, you have duty. As a friend, you have duty. As a neighbor, you have duty. So, duties varies from different, different role, even though you are one person. But then, what is the ultimate duty? <coughs> is to, <coughs> that duty is very important. That is called identity. <coughs> Once you have that identity, who exactly I am, what is my duty towards myself, if that is settled, every other duty fall into the right place. So this is the confusion of Arjuna, our real Surupa is Chidananda, Paramatma Surupa, but we have identified with our body, mind, intellect and become Jiva. As Jiva also we are not objective in our vision, we get attached with so many people and things and get identified with them. Now Arjuna is looking at Dronacharya and Bhishma Pitamaha so as his relative, <laughs> adorable, respectful guru and respectful, adorable grandsire. So with the relationship he is looking at those people. <laughs> but having come to the battlefield, you are not supposed to look at them as person. Here you are there for a cause, dharma. To establishing dharma, you are right, right 
you are fighting a righteous war one is supporting dharma you are in, in the side of supporting dharma they are unfortunately in the side of supporting adharma so all those who are standing opposite are supporting adharma so he should not look at them as relatives but they should you should look at them they are all opposed to dharma so i belong to them they are mine then how can i kill those people this confusion will come so it is not a war between individuals it is for the cause between righteousness and unrighteousness so once you are inspired by the goal and the cause then individuals are not important what is important is accomplishing the goal when a person mind is overpowered with grief and delusion even though he himself engaged in the war he himself wanted this war because it is not that everybody is pushed him there he himself voluntarily came with enthusiasm is came that's why first chapter you can see he was shooting order to krishna senayor ubayor matte ratham sthapayame chuda యావదేవాన్నిరీచోగం యుద్ధుకామానవస్థిమయాసహవ్యోద్ధవ్యం అస్మిన్ రణసముద్ధమే సో దిస్ కైండ్ ఆఫ్ కమాండ్ ఎస్ దో యువర్స్ కమాండింగ్ భగవాన్ టేక్ మై చారియట్ ఇన్ ద మిడిల్ ఆఫ్ దిస్ బ్యాటిల్ ఫీల్డ్ అండ్ లెట్ మీ సి ఓర్ ఆల్ ద పీపుల్ కమ్ టు సపోర్ట్ దిస్ దాత రాష్ట్రస్య దుర్బుద్ధే యుద్ధే chigirsha vijay chigirshava so who are those people eager to support this durbuddhi evil minded duryodhana i wanted to see so that time he was so enthusiastic now suddenly when he identified with himself and the emotional relationship then he got into trouble <laughs> not only that he as a chatriya i was supposed to fight the war no matter what happened having come to the battlefield he has to face the challenge instead he started thinking taking sanyasa so what was a chatriya dharma he consider it is a dharma and what is a dharma for a, a chatriya he consider it as dharma <coughs> so this confusion is called the moha and that moha create shoka so <clears throat> this is what happened to all the this is bhagwan shankaracharya's introduction i summarize it he has written many <laughs> pages on that but i summarize for the for our sake and now having said that now bhagwan is starting the teaching 11th verse shri bhagavan uvacha ashochyananvashochastvam ashochyananvashochastvam 
ಪ್ರಜ್ಞಾಷಸೆ ಗೂನ ಗುಶೋಚಂತಿ ಪಂಡಿತ ಅಶೋಚ್ಯಾನ್ ಅನ್ವಶೋಚಸ್ತ್ವ ಯು ಆರ್ ಗ್ರೀವಿಂಗ್ ಓವರ್ ದೋಸ್ ಹೂ ಡೂ ನಾಟ್ ಡಿಸರ್ವ್ ಗ್ರೀವಿಂಗ್ ಅಶೋಚ್ಯಾನ್ ಅನ್ವಶೋಚಸ್ತ್ವ ಪ್ರಜ್ಞಾವಾದಾಂಶ ಭಾಷಸೆ ಬಟ್ ಅಟ್ ದ ಸೇಮ್ ಟೈಮ್ ಯು ಆರ್ ಟಾಕಿಂಗ್ ಲೈಕ್ ಎ ವೈಸ್ ಪರ್ಸನ್ ಗತಾಸೂನ್ ಅಗತಾಸೂಶ್ಚ ನ ಅನುಶೋಚಂತಿ ಪಂಡಿತಃ ವೈಸ್ ಡೂ ನಾಟ್ ಗ್ರೀವ್ ಫಾರ್ ದೋಸ್ ಹೂ ಆರ್ ಗಾಣ್ ಅಸು ಮೀನ್ಸ್ ಪ್ರಾಣ ಲೈಫ್ ಪ್ರತ್ ಸೋ ಅಸೂನ್ ಗಾಣ್ ಮೀನ್ಸ್ ಪ್ರಾಣ ಇಸ್ ಗಾಣ್ ದೋಸ್ ಹೂ ಹ್ಯಾವ್ ಬ್ರೀತ್ ದೇ ಆರ್ ಲಾಸ್ಟ್ ಪ್ರಾಣಾನ್ ಅಸೂನ್ ಗತಾಸೂನ್ ಸೊ ದರ್ ಆರ್ ಟೂ ಟೈಪ್ ಆಫ್ ಪೀಪಲ್ ಓನ್ಲಿ ಇನ್ ದಿಸ್ ವರ್ಲ್ಡ್ ಭಗವಾನ್ ಸೈಸ್ those who are dead those who are not yet dead that is agatasumsha <laughs> that is the word used here whose breath is still there not gone yet that means we will go we will go but not yet gone <laughs> so the wise do not grieve for those who are dead or the living etasuna katasumsha na anushochanti panditaha now in this verse the entire geeta saram is there so our rishi's method of writing also we have to see their organization of thoughts so if you want to write a paper on phd paper or something what happens is research paper the first line should tell the whole thing whatever that you are going to prove. then you can elaborate on that and finally conclude <laughs> instead of that indians you know why we are not popular in the scientific world <laughs> this is the reason they will write unnecessary thing in the beginning <laughs> how i came upon this idea one day i was visiting a friend's house for over a cup of tea he asked me this question then i answered this then this is how i got this idea of doing this particular research like this you know he will give who wants to hear all these things <laughs> but then they will write two paragraph on that <laughs> this is our nature but instead of that how to write a paper you should know we have to learn from gita bhagwan vyasa is a great teacher you see ashochyan anashochastum pratnya vadam chavasase ಗತಾಸೂನ ಗತಾಸುಂಚ ನ ಅನುಶೋಚಂತಿ ಪಂಡಿತ ತೇ ಇನ್ ಶಾರ್ಟ್ ದ ಮೀನಿಂಗ್ ಈಸ್ ಸೆಲ್ಫ್ ಇಗ್ನರೆನ್ಸ್ ಈಸ್ ದ ಕಾಸ್ ಆಫ್ ಆಲ್ ಪ್ರಾಬ್ಲಮ್ಸ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ದ ಸೊಲ್ಯೂಷನ್ ಈಸ್ ಓನ್ಲಿ ದ ಸೆಲ್ಫ್ ನಾಲೆಜ್ ದಿಸ್ ಈಸ್ ದ ಟೀಚಿಂಗ್ ಓಕೆ ದ ಎಂಟೈರ್ ಗೀದ ಟೀಚಿಂಗ್ ಈಸ್ ದಿಸ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಫ್ರಮ್ ಟ್ವೆಲ್ತ್ ವರ್ಸ್ ಟು 25 verse number 25 now bhagwan is going to deal with this problem 
in three levels. We'll come to that. I'll talk to you about it. Let me finish this topic. Pantitaha na anushochanti. Wise people do not grieve in life. Why? Now, wise people here mean with reference to self-knowledge. Atmatnyani is a wise man we have talked about here. Means grieving people are not wise. <laughs> they are otherwise people. So, indirectly Bhagavan says to Arjuna, you are grieving, therefore you are ignorant. You are not wise, you are otherwise. If ignorance is the cause, the remedy is knowledge. Thank God, ignorance is not a virus, it is only bacterial. <laughs> See, if it is a virus infection, even though medical sciences advance so much, they don't have a cure for it. If we have a common cold with medicine one week, without medicine seven days. This is all the difference. There is no remedy. But if it is a bacterial infection, antibiotic, etc., you can use. So, thank God, ignorance is not virus. It is bacterial. There is a remedy. What is that? Jnana Deva Kaivalyam. So, Jnanam is the remedy. Now, Bhagavan says, Ashochya Nanyashochastham Pratnyavadamscha Bhasa So, why do you say one should not grieve? Just because Panditas are not grieving doesn't mean that you and I cannot grieve. <laughs> So we are normal people. Why not be grieved? And there are also in stories we hear, Ramachandraji, you know, when his father, he heard his father died, he also swooned and he was also crying. And when his Sitaji was abducted, then also he was crying. So when Ramachandraji cries, you glorify that. Now when we cry, you say it is confusion, it is ignorance. How is that? <laughs> that is not correct. It is partial. Now, Bhagavan did not say na shochanti. Okay? What he said? Na anushochanti. There is a very beautiful prayoga there. Why? Crying is normal. There is nothing wrong in that. That makes you human. But na anushochanti. Not continuously crying. Ah. See, even after 20 years, you still remember and cry. This is what is not correct. <laughs> okay, that is why in all our customs we are given 10 days, 11 days, 13 days. <laughs> so, that 13 days time you bring out all your sorrow and then exhaust it and then move on. This is what the point is. That's why in Gujarat and all that they hire some people it seems. So somebody die. Because this person cannot, some people cannot cry. Uh, a tragedy happened, they won't react. So inside they react, but they don't come out as uh, cry. Tears won't come out. So what they do? They hire some people, professionals. They come, started crying. Uh, for nothing, this person, they don't even know. <laughs> 
but they start crying you know how nice he was how great he was how charitable he was how kind he was like this he keep on telling and they start crying and they don't somebody who is unconnected start crying the person who is related he feel bad he will also start crying <laughs> so this is a very beautiful psychological treatment <clears throat> so that the emotion that we feel for that person is given time to exhaust so i 10 days 11 days given given time to exhaust and then move forward with your life that is a, that is what bhagavan says na anushochanti panditaha then another question comes why not we cry? why not we cry see giving is you say it is illegitimate how do you say it is illegitimate <coughs> because when there is a loss the naturally we feel miserable <coughs> there is we are not jeevan mukta purushas or anything like that even jeevan mukta purusha also so if he is hungry he feel hungry isn't it it is not that he won't feel hungry if he doesn't get food also he feel bad so this is natural why do you say one should not cry so bhagwan says see whatever that is expected when it happen why should you cry now what is expected look there are three areas mainly one is called health another is wealth health and wealth is the main thing isn't it health is what you know the health will not be same wear and tear will be there isn't it that's why we take health insurance so we want to make sure that when we are sick we get proper treatment health insurance is taken isn't it why what for you are expecting what something will happen physically some disease will happen some problem will be there you expecting that and when it happens why are you worried you expected it that is why you insured you are taking insurance also then money third one is life okay and money is what now we people make money and then what happened we put it in the bank thinking that it is secure isn't it and if it is in the house we will put in a lock and key the lock and key is for what for a real professional thief lock and key is nothing he knows how to open any lock but this is this lock and key for our own feeling no i locked it <laughs> that is all and this uh, investment in the stock market when you are gambling in the stock market you know mentally there is a chance that you may lose everything one day but still we take that gamble people go to las vegas they know they are going to lose isn't it it is not that they dream about getting a million and jackpot and things like that it is only some fortunate people will get it but normally we they go there thinking that they will lose isn't it you expected it but when it comes to you why are you grieving when whatever that is expected if it happens why don't you be objective at that time why you become sorrowful <laughs> then third one is life 
Now, death and birth is something that is a common phenomenon. <coughs> and however much that you stop or postpone, one day we have to go. <coughs> With all the medical development or research, etc., they claim that your lifespan is expanded, extended, but how long they can extend? Maximum two years, three years they can give you with all those amenities. What is that? Too many pipes going through your nose and whatever hole that is available. And they sometimes they make their own hole to feed the person. They cannot feed properly. So they will, they are fed <laughs> to the pipe, etc. They are all things like that. He may survive for some time. But still one day he will have to go. <laughs> so this Death is something that the moment we are born, death is something that is inevitable. When that happens, why you cry? So, this ashochyananashochastam, there is no reason to cry. So, cry in the sense, continuously cry. Whatever you expect that happens, why grieve? So, this is the point Bhagavan is making here. This, um, this, this is the verse contained the essence of Gita. So the whole essence is given here. Ashochyanana shochastam pratnyavadam chabhasa se gadasuna gadasum cha nanu shochanti pandita. See the 66th verse of 18th chapter is a concluding verse. So Bhagavan started with Ashochyanana shochastam do not grieve. There he ends also the teaching. Sarvadharman parityacha mamekam sharanam raja aham twa sarvapapebhyo motraishyami ma shucha. Do not grieve. See the consistency of teaching. So he started with this and also same thing. <laughs> so that's a beauty. Now, ashochyan and ashochyam pratyavadam shavasase. You sound, your argument sound like a wise person because Arjuna was talking Dharma Shastra earlier in the first chapter and this Dharma Shastra and the, all the Shastras because Arjuna studied all the Shastras therefore he could quote he can mention it also so when you spoke logically it looks like all your arguments are all very intelligent but at the same time, the end result is what? You are crying. <laughs> so, crying for whom? Those who do not deserve to be cried. <clears throat> now, why they don't deserve to be cried? Bhagavan is going to prove that, okay? This is a first statement. He's going to, the following verses are just to prove this point only. <laughs> All that up to 25th verse... Bhagavan step by step is going to <coughs> prove what he has said. <coughs> All right. Let us see the next verse. So, twelfth verse. Natve vaham jatu nasam. Tum ne me 
but bhagwan is going to talk we will get totally confused so paramatma the lord or the consciousness chaitanya vastu is all pervasive he is subtler than the subtlest that is subtler than even space and that subtler most bhagwan paramatma even though it is available everywhere unless it is reflecting in a reflecting media it is not visible like light now in this hall light is everywhere you cannot see the light but if i put a book here so light is reflected upon the book so you are able to see not only the light but the book also the same way the reflecting media here is our mind and the mind is able to reflect now the word reflection also you should understand properly because when you say reflection what is our understanding you stand in front of a mirror the mirror is here you are here your image is reflected isn't it so between you and the mirror there is a distance suppose paramatma reflected in the mind paramatma is standing far away mind is like a mirror standing here and reflection is taking place if you imagine that way it is wrong why because there cannot be any gap <laughs> the lord fills the whole universe so how can there be any gap the gap is not possible so it is something like electricity passing through the filament inherent and concurrent this is called antaryami antaryami shabda means inherent and concurrent in you so that parvatma reflected means inherent and concurrent in the mind enlivens the mind and once it is enlivened the mind has got ability to think so the first thought what it comes i am then what happened it identifies whatever that is in front of it what is there mind cannot be there without body sukshma sharira so it identify with its sukshma sharira my means what vasanas then it says i am this body i am so and so this is called ahankara so this identification with the physical body is the one that is making him karta bhukta so kartrutva bhavana i am the doer so when you have the doership then what happens you will have enjoyership also the person who has done the karma he alone has to get the result see if you do certain karma somebody else get result is not correct <laughs> so whatever karma you have done the result also should automatically come to you so <clears throat> therefore 
here philosophical level is to make arjuna realize that he is none other than paramatma himself not only he so to bhishma trona etc this consciousness is neither a karta nor a bhokta and therefore there is no question of anybody killing or being killed now this is just to lift to the vision <coughs> and let us read the 12th verse have you read this what is that natvevaham jatu nasam natvam neme janati pa na chaivana bhavishyamaha sarve vayamataparam न तो अहम न तो जातु कदाचि अहम न आसम नेवर अट एनी टाइम वास् नाट ट्रांसलेशन मीन्स अट एनी टाइम ई वास् नाट ई एक्सीस्टेड ऑल द टाइम अर्जुन इज लुकिंग भगवान यू मे बी एक्सीस्टिंग ऑल द टाइम but we are not talking about you but what about us natvam you are also you also existed all the time it never happened nasam nasam not existing there there was no time you are not existing natvam so what about these people neme janadhipaha these janadhipavi these kings who are standing in front of you they were also at no time there was no question of not existing they always existed now they existed all right what about future nachaiva na bhavishyamaha it is not going to happen that they will be totally extinct they will still continue to stay they are staying now they were existing before they are existing now they will continue to exist in future sarve vayamataparam and never shall we all cease to be now this statement is made from a different standpoint as physical body of course there is a horoscope made <laughs> he was born on a certain day and he will die on a certain day etc it is there physical body you cannot say body existed before body is existing now this body will exist later you cannot say it has got birth and death then which standpoint bhagwan is talking bhagwan is talking from the standpoint of paramatma even from the standpoint of jiva also it is correct because jiva continue to travel leaving this body he travels to another body <coughs> that topic bhagwan will talk about it but here bhagwan is emphasizing that is bishma drona etc this conscious there also from the standpoint of consciousness there was no question of non existence for them 
They existed all the time. Now, see, how Bhagavan is treating Arjuna psychologically. See, when a person is totally depressed, mentally down, and he thinks life is hopeless, you know, there are stages will come, people think that Marnaya Chai, death is better. That kind of a bottom line when they hit. At that time, you try to reason that person. It doesn't work. If I Bhagavan tried that, it did not work. <laughs> so the best way is to lift his thought to the height. Suddenly whip him to the highest thinking, philosophical thought. He will not understand it, that is a matter. But it will get he get bombarded. So in the in the office also when See, meetings and all, you have company meetings where all the engineers, officers sit there and do meeting. Everybody is given a pad and pencil also. It is not for writing notes. It is to write, take their frustration out. <laughs> you collect those notebooks, there will be a lot of cartoons, pictures, all those things will be there. Nobody writes notes. <laughs> So, but when everybody, each start complaining to each other, I sent you a note, you did not reply me, and you should have answered my question because of that, that the whole project is held up like this, they start fighting each other. At that time, the president of the company comes, what he will do? He looks at everything, then he says, come on, now wait. We should think about the future of the organization. <laughs> Moving forward, what we should do? You should vision, your vision should be five years from now, what will be the what will be the, the condition of this organization, where you want to see yourself. Like this, the president lifts the people's thinking. Then what happened? All these chote mote things gone. The same technique Bhagavan is using here. Arjuna's mind is lifted to something more sublime. That is the very source of life. So, therefore, Bhagavan says, <coughs> this idea to grasp, you need very sharp intellect, subtle intellect. Otherwise, you will not be able to. <coughs> so, this is not to look at in Dharma Drishti, it is to look at the whole thing in a Veda Adhyatmika Drishti. So, Bhagavan is helping Arjuna to shift the vision. If, you, if your vision is glued on to a particular area, refuse to lift, you will not grow. Now, if you look at the pot and the clay, and if you are engrossed in the name and form of the pot, then what happened? You will worry about its birth, you will worry about its death also. <laughs> but if you shift your vision from the pot to clay, then what happens? Whether it is born or dead, the clay remains clay, 
so you feel that there is no death or birth for clay. The same thing with uh, waves. If you are concentrating on the waves, birth and death, then there is samsara for you. If you are watching the waves in the seashore, you get attached to one wave, <laughs> starting from that middle of the ocean. And it is traveling all the way towards the shore. In between so many things happen to the waves. You get so much attached and you start, you know, <laughs> praying to the God, oh, nothing should happen to these <laughs> like that. But suppose you shift to that vision from the waves to the water, then what happened? The birth of the wave or death of the wave doesn't affect you. Now this, what Bhagavan is trying to do with Arjuna thinking is, he is trying to shift this vision. From what? From the body level to what? Paramatma level. Hmm. So, <clears throat> that ethical view is, for the sake of dharma, a kshatriya should take up sword if all other doors are closed. Third one is, you may not believe in dharma and adharma, but as long as you are in the society, don't you think others' opinion about you Name and fame in Laukikadrishti, also you have to keep up your status. You have gained some name and fame in the society. It is proper that you keep your status quo. In that way also, Bhagavan argues. So three levels he argues. <coughs> Now the Lord defines Atma or Paramatma as consciousness principle which is different from the body and which pervades the body. It is neither a product of the body nor a part of the body or a property of the body. Consciousness is separate entity. Like light and the hand. Now if I show the hand, the hand is separate, light is separate. But light pervades my hand. And because of that, the hand becomes visible. Similarly, Atma, the consciousness principle, pervades the body and makes the body sentient and alive. Then next Krishna points out that this consciousness is not bound by the limitations of the body. Just like the light, not limited by the hand. If you remove the hand, the light continued to be present. So too, even after the body falls, Atma continued to exist. Therefore, Atmaha Nityaha. Atma is Vektam in the body, but body falls down, Atma becomes Avyaktam. Vektam means manifest, Avyaktam means unmanifest. So, body falls down, 
Atma is there, but it becomes a vyaktam and manifests to our eyes. Then next is Atma is akarta abhokta. Now when the hand is moving, the light is not moving. <laughs> so too, when the mind and the body moves, Paramatma never moves. Moment is possible only when there is limitation. Motion is possible only when it is limited. Like space does not move. Any action requires motion. Any motion requires limitation. Atma is actionless, free from sort of action. Free from karta abhokta, karta eva bhukta bhavati. This is the second point Bhagavan is going to make here. So up to the 25th verse, little tough, okay, afterwards Bhagavan is going to come down to our level. <laughs> then it becomes easier. But all these points have to be clear, otherwise the words will not make sense to you. The third point Bhagavan is making, Atma is nirvikaraha, changeless. Like light does not undergo change, even if the hand changes. Body goes through modification, but Atma doesn't go through any modification. And the fourth point Bhagavan makes is, this Atma you can never see. Because it is the very seer. It is something like eyes can see everything, but eyes cannot see itself. The tongue can taste everything, but the tongue cannot taste itself. And it is something like you keep on taking pictures everywhere and then afterwards bring it to an album and you start looking for your photo. <laughs> because you are taking picture, your photo will not be there. Everybody else's picture will be there. So, Atma being the seer, the very subject, you can never see or experience. So, <clears throat> Atma cannot be objectified. It is something like your cell phone. All telephone number you can dial. You cannot dial your own number, isn't it? <laughs> so the same way, Atma is the subject. If these three, four points are kept in mind, then these verses become easier. So, Natvevaham Jadunasam Natvam Neme Janadibaha Nachaivana Bhavishyamaha Sarve Vayamataparam Then continue. He is giving an example for that statement. So that is the beauty of Krishna. Whenever he makes an extract idea, abstract idea, he explains with an example. He himself explains. So here, Dehi knows Minyada Dehi. Kaumaram Yavanam Jara. Tatha Dehandara Praptihi. Dhirastatrana Mukhyate Dhirastatrana Mukhyate Mukhyate, okay, alright. 
यथा जस्ट एस अस्मिन देहे इन दिस बॉडी इन दिस एक्सिस्टिंग बॉडी देहिना द एम्बॉडी इज पर्सन आइडेंटिफाइड बॉडी जीवा आत्मा गोस्त्रु कौमारम यौवनम जरा चाइल्डहुड यूथहुड ओल्ड एज जस्ट एज द एम्बॉडीड पर्सन आइडेंटिफाई विथ बॉडी गोत्रु चाइल्डहुड यूथहुड एंड ओल्ड एज तथा देहांतर प्राप्ति सेम वे सो आल्सो द गेनिंग ऑफ अनदर बॉडी तत्र न वाइस पर्सन डज नॉट गेट लूड विथ रेफरेंस टू दिस अटेनिंग अनदर बॉडी नॉट इज द एग्जांपल से ए चाइल्ड डाइज टू बिकम व्हाट यूथ यूथ इज डेड व्हेन यू बिकम मिडिल एज्ड your middle age is dead to become what old age and old age has to die to become what again young <laughs> so this change is continuously happening so it is a movement in time so this change is continuously happening in your body you are watching it you are a child now your children photo you and you are a child your photos are all there you somebody show you you deny this is not me <laughs> totally different that happens in wedding photos you know <laughs> after 20 years you are looking at your wedding photos i was like this womji then what happened <laughs> dexterously conquered the space around you <laughs> <laughs> so this from childhood to youthhood youthhood to old age how you moved the same way when the body falls you move to another body atatha dehantara prapti so vedanta after learning vedanta it is not that you are not going to die you are not going to conquer death what you are going to do is the fear of death will go that is the point the fear of death is because it is unknown to us right now whenever there something that is unknown to us there is a fear but once you come to know this there is a continuity then there is no fear so tatha dehant this word bhagavan said dehino spinyada dehe कौमारम यवनम तजरा तथा देहांतर प्राप्ति धीरस्तत्र न मुख्यती सो देहांतर प्राप्ति आल्सो एक्जैक्टली लाइक दैट लाइक यू हैव मूव्ड फ्रॉम एज अ चाइल्ड सी एज अ चाइल्ड यू यूज द वर्ड आई एज अ यंग मैन आल्सो यूज द वर्ड आई and a middle aged person also use the word i an old man also use the word i the i is the same continuous but what changed the physical structure has changed the physical body has changed that's why they say the science now tell that the 
whole body, the cells keep changing. Somebody said every six months you are in a different body, it seems. <laughs> the whole cells keep changing continuously. So we are continuously in new, new body actually, even though we don't recognize it. <laughs> we don't see it. So that is the condition. But even then, what is that? You are there continuously, isn't it? <laughs> as a child, as a youth, you are able to recollect in your childhood, these are the things I did. When you are young, what foolishness I used to do. And then, what mistake I did, getting married to this person, that also you remember. And then afterwards, now already have two, three children. Now what to do, chalo? <coughs> Let us go ahead and complete the cycle. <coughs> this is how we live, isn't it? So this recollection is possible because there is one continuous person there. Otherwise, recollection is not possible. So that is what Bhagavan is pointing out. Continuing. Agamapayino nitya Tam titi chasva bharata He Kunteya, son of Kunti, He Bharata, descendant of Bharadavamsha, listen. Matra means sense organs. Ma means to measure. How do we measure this world? Through our sense organs. So matra means sense organs. Sparsha stu kaunteya. Sparsha means contact with their respective sense objects. So eyes, form and color, ears, sound, nose, smell, fragrance. Skin touch, tongue taste. So these are the sense object objects. Matras parshastu kaunteya. Whenever the sense organ come in contact with the sense object, respective sense object, there rises sitam ushnam sukam dukham. So when the touch, so cold, you are exposed sitam. When the same skin is exposed to heat. Hot. So, sitam ushnam sukham dukham. And this experience also, whenever we come in contact with the object, sometime it is sukham, sometime it is dukham. Isn't it? Suppose, you know, that what is that? Chili sauce, you take it. The contact with the sense organ, with the sense object, what happened? Dukham. Isn't it? burning sensation, watering and all that. This is Dukkha. <coughs> or the enemy number one is coming and saying you hello. Then what happened? Dukkha. Again, it is matras parashastvoli. <coughs> when the sense organ come in contact with sense objects. Sukham also like that. When you see beautiful taja taja halwa sitting there 
and when when you touch it the softness it will make you happy bhagavan says whenever the sense organ come in contact with the sense object there rises is no doubt there rises inexperience calls sukham dukham but what is the next line agamapayino anitya once you observe intelligently these experiences they are they are there but these experience if you analyze they come and go there is an arrival there is a departure however exalted the experience be there is a time there is an intensity of the joy there is a time there is no intensity of the joy very same joy for example you are listening to a beautiful music concert tell me how long you will maintain that intensity of that rest first line second line third line your mind is gone then you start looking coffee ke dar milega kya kuch bandost hai chai pine ke liye so that's why all the music concert outside there will be lot of crowd inside less <laughs> one they all very eagerly came to listen to this uh, uh, this person who is an expert but what happened when it is actually happening what happened the joy is not permanent it is temporary agama paino anitya it is temporal this is what bhagwan wants to make sure bhagwan is not telling there is no joy no that will be a lie but it's not vedantic masters are very practical people they say there is joy but please understand it is temporary therefore tam titikshasu bharata therefore endure titiksha titiksha means sahanam sarva dukkhana apratikara purvakam chinta vilaparahitam satitiksha nigatyate bhagavan shankaracharya gives definition of titiksha in vivek chudamani so titiksha means endure ability to endure so what happens to us when shitam ushnam sukham dukham when it happens to us the one thing that nowadays people don't have is ability to endure small problem comes we get upset ah uh, in the room the temperature is little down <laughs> immediately cold so if summer time if the temperature is little more or less suddenly we complain endurance tolerance level is very less you can see that in that the the traffic light you are stopping at the red light my god if you there you are in the front then there are two so many cars at the back 
it by the time the, the light changes it takes some time you know by the time you start there is two second three seconds delay is there then you hear honk from <laughs> that side so impatience This person went to a dentist. He did not touch the patient at all. But the patient started crying. Hey, why are you crying? <laughs> patient said, "You are standing on my foot." <laughs> so, in anything you look at it, now the more sophisticated we live. highly elite society means what tolerance level is less now think about it between people also we have no tolerance leave alone with children <laughs> the tolerance is going down down see that is why see they want babysitting service is there or not then only we will come why tolerance is not there your own children Unless we dump them somewhere and we feel peace, <laughs> why? It is lack of tolerance. This comfort, seeking comfort, has created this problem. We have gone far, far away from nature, and not only that, we are not able to resist any small disease also. the resistance power is not there in our physical body because of we have been the moment little headache come immediately thyroid we have to take you don't allow the system to fight on its own we want to get rid of i don't want to take no, nothing no pain so this is lack of the ability to endure so sahanam sarvadukhana life is not going to be a red carpet a treatment there will be small pin pricks in life we should be able to take it in our stride that also apratikara purvakam there should not be any revengeful attitude that the moment that brother in law came to my house ha huh, the downfall happen so take revenge on it not like that <laughs> so apradikar purvam some people may not have the revengeful attitude but chinta vilap keep on talking about it whoever comes to your house give him a cup of coffee or something hot and that person take a sip then he is booked because he cannot go without drinking that so that is the time this person decide to tell all his agony <laughs> along with the coffee <laughs> chinta keep on talking about lamenting about it this is that means what there is a wound you never allow that wound to get healed you open it again look at it put it back like that this is how chinta means that is what it is you never allow the wound to heal <laughs> so bhagwan here says this sukham dukham Chitam mushnam. Whenever our senses come in contact with the respective sense object, these are inevitable. But understand that dukham also not permanent. Sukham also not permanent, isn't it? See, 
when bad time is going on, we think that it is not ending. Time stops. When happy situations are there, time flies. So, we think, but actually speaking, Dukkham also doesn't stay with you all the time. There is an end to it. So, once you know that this is the nature of our life, then what happens? You become composed. And this ability is very important to live in this world. Why? Because we are facing this all the time. So therefore Bhagavan says beautiful teaching. Agama Bhaino Anityaha Tam Titichasubharata. Now Bhagavan, the next verse he says, Why should I do Titicha? What happens to one who endures cold heat? <laughs> Sometimes endurance also is a problem, isn't it? What cannot be cured is to be endured. There is a sadness about it. You are not happy doing it. Now Bhagavan says the reason he gives. We will read, we will see the meaning tomorrow. Yam hi navyatayante te Purusham Purusharshabha Samadukka Sukham Dhiram Somratatvaya Kalpate Bhagavan is talking about Samatha. What is that Samatha? We will discuss tomorrow. Thank you. Om Purnamada Purnamidam Purnat Purnamadachade Purnasya Purnamadaya Purnameva Vasishyate Om Shanti 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 Hari Om Shri Guru Pyonamad